Madison after a 52-3 Badgers victory over the Scarlet Knights. Greg Schiano, right? He's back there. Yeah. Yep. Not quite as good as they were the first time. Uh, briefly, before we get to the Badgers outsider and before Tausch tells you all about our great partnership with PDSIT, a bonus Twitter poll. Ooh, we had a caller today say that he believes Jordan Love has been over-scrutinized. Do you, as a Packers fan, believe the 2020 first-round pick has been over-scrutinized after his inaugural NFL start on Sunday? Now, I went a little bit off the board here, Tosh. I went a little Goldilocks on you, because I didn't want to just say yes or no. Okay. So I did, yes, over-scrutinized, scrutinized the right amount, or not scrutinized enough. I like you okay that. You okay with Because it was your idea there. You're the big, no, you're, you're the, of the three bears, you're the big bear. I legit, I can't think of a quarterback picked in the first round that's backed up a Hall of Fame quarterback being scrutinized less than Jordan Love. If somebody's got somebody, tell me. Tommy Maddox? I remember Tommy Maddox back in Lord knows when. Tommy! He wasn't screw. I mean, he was scrutinized all over the place. I, I just, I can't imagine anybody being scrutinized less than this. Is the first time anybody's even talked about Jordan Love, let alone scrutinized him. Well, all I know is if you have some IT solutions that you need, you should scrutinize your IT situation, and then you should call PDS. And PDS, they have been providing technology solutions and transforming IT for area companies for over 30 years. PDS is giving today's worker the true ability to work from anywhere as they balance work and life. PDS wants to be your trusted partner in driving success with enterprise solutions, digital workplace platforms, and managed services that fit your needs. PDS, Paragon Development Systems. Not only that, I would argue that another young quarterback in the state of Wisconsin has been scrutinized more than he has. Oh, it's not and even. his name is Graham Mertz. And it's not close. Mertz has been scrutinized a hundred times more than Jordan Love. And not even close. Well, this guy we don't scrutinize enough because we love him and we love it when he joins us. It is our Badgers outsider, Derek Blakesley on Willie's House. Derek, good morning. How are you, buddy? I'm really good. I'm hoping that I've risen to a, a, a status on the show that you can scrutinize me as you wish. Scrutinize away. Scrutinize away. Well, so, Derek, before we get into the big W and the you know where we're at in this Badger season, has Jordan Love been scrutinized more or less than Graham Mertz statewide? Oh, I think I think much less, but 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 relatively, relatively speaking. You know the Packers' quarterback is so much more more meaningful. Like if if Jordan Love is the is going to be the guy, which I'm not sure he's going to be, it could be a 15 year kind of thing. So it's kind of a surprise that he doesn't receive more scrutiny. But I think 12 has literally all through the summer, even guys, he's boxed out every other every other subject to talk about. So he's in a way. Uh, I think Love has been shielded from some of that because the the majority of the attention has gone to uh, number twelve, and I mean Mertz. I think Mertz gets the attention he does just because 
the the way he played in that Illinois game to start things off, people got really excited. And now that that's sort of waned, people have never really gotten a better taste in their mouth. So I think in some ways, undeservedly so, he's definitely been scrutinized more. Yeah, there's, there is no doubt. All right, DB, uh, Badgers outsider, B-O-D. Uh, I was surprised. Uh, yeah. Badgers outsider. Do we, Derek. do we need our deodorant I, guy? The BOD. He's got the bod. The body work guy. Bod, bod, bod. Uh, what, were you surprised with what we saw? Because I think we all thought Wisconsin would beat Rutgers. I don't think anybody saw, thought we would see this, uh, what, what transpired on Saturday. Yeah, I still don't know a whole lot about this team. You know, I, we started out the year, and I give credit to Jason. He was right. Unfortunately, we played against teams that we might be able to match up a little better with now that we weren't ready to play at that point in the year. So we all got really disappointed. We all kind of got down on our dauber, and we put the season to bed. Well, now that the script has flipped a little bit, and we've got, again, some competition where we can definitely own the line of scrimmage and our defense can really shine, now we're starting to beat teams pretty soundly. But I still have no idea where the heck we are kind of in in the national picture. So um, I'd like to just get some – a different kind of, maybe even, I hesitate to say better, but some better opponents later in the year so we can sort of get a measuring stick and a benchmark where we're at right now. Nice. I love it when you say that I'm right about something. I told no, you those early like, season you're, games you're right, were bad. I mean, it's just, we played against the Michigan front and the Notre Dame front. We played two of the top ten teams in the year starting out when we were obviously coming in behind in our development offensively. Some of it we can blame on COVID. Some of it we can blame on maybe some overinflated expectations at the quarterback position and at the offensive line position. But the fact is, like we've always said and been consistent about all season, this team is getting better incrementally, little by little, every week. But we're bitten by the injury bug where we keep, we're able to step up because the competition we're playing against is just not as good as it was the first three weeks. Yeah, but, I mean, you can look at Iowa, and I think Iowa we all thought – that was going to be tough sledding, and Wisconsin found a way to win that game, and now it's getting back to normal because there was a tipping point in this season, and that was after that Michigan game. I think all of us were incredibly disappointed. The players are disappointed, and instead of kind of just you know taking it and saying, yep, this could be just this wasn't our year, that group has decided that's not what they're going to do, and they've re you know they've figured out hey we're going to go back to old school Wisconsin football, play great defense, and run the football, and that formula is working again. So that just leads the question: Is this formula going to be what it always is going to be, even with Graham Mertz? Because we did see some positive developments in Piscataway last week when it comes to Graham Mertz. Yeah, I think Mertz can deliver the ball pretty consistently in a play-action scenario between the hashes. And so that's a good thing and that I think it, it helps because it gets, goes to our strength. We can get the ball to Ferguson. We can do a lot of things. But, of course, as we get a lead in these games, all the trouble can happen in the passing game. Three things can happen on a pass play. Two of them are bad. And when you're dealing with Mertz in that crowded middle, there are some, there are some turnovers that become – it becomes a risky proposition uh, to be a part of, but he's gaining more confidence. So 
we'll see how that plays out here next week. But the, the, the neatest tactical thing I see that everybody should be paying attention to is our offensive line is blocking straight ahead, straight forward, and we've got a running back in Braylon Allen who runs a little differently where he lets things happen in front of him. And if you, if you pack that box and you keep inside leverage and you keep inside leverage, he's able to see that, that there's nothing there in like a zone blocking scenario, and he can bounce it outside and make you pay for it. And that's kind of one of the differences that I see is we simplify the blocking schemes up front. And with Braylon Allen able to kind of bounce it every once in a while on the outside, now you've got to play a little more straight up. You've got to play a little more honest. And now the gap situation is easier to account for. And there's some schematically some things we're able to do where we can get our four or five yards on first down, which makes all the difference and opens up the playbook the rest of the way down the field for the Badgers. Are you at Nogoma? Derek, you, where are you right now? <laughs> it sounded like I, I heard trip, some Algoma. No, I made the trip up to uh, to Reedsburg. I went through the beautiful bluffs of Baraboo this morning, and I'm up meeting with clients. Okay. The mean streets of Baraboo. My old friend David DeMar is working on the streets, the streets crew in Baraboo. Did a great job. The pavement was flush and beautiful as I drove through this morning. You, you go climb Devil's Doorway over at Devil's Lake there? Well, Jesse, as you may or may not know, I'm not much of a climber. I could start out as a climber, but then I just end up as a victim. I don't think I'd make it very high before I'd be falling backwards. I'm a terrestrial. The Badgers Outsider is a terrestrial man. I like to stay on the ground. I can watch movies with mountains in them. I don't need to climb them. Climb them. Uh, It is our Badgers Outsider, Derek Blakesley, with us. Derek, you mentioned Braylon Allen. Uh, I look forward to, I don't think we'll hear the story as often as we hear that Jake Ferguson is Barry Alvarez's uh, grandson or that Brad Davison played quarterback in high school. But the idea that he was going to come here and play linebacker and that uh, Jimmy still wants him to play a little defense at some point, the kid is, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, still 17 years old. I understand there's been some departures of running backs for a variety of reasons but you were ahead of the curve on him being the real deal has he done anything short of really solidifying your view of how good this kid can be no no you can see he's he's got nfl running back written all over him because he's he's a guy that for the most part looks like he's going to be available you know what i mean i mean besides Uh the fact that he's explosive He's got that half step of quickness that's a little bit better than Malusi right now, and a little a little more powerful even. And the patience, and he's still raw. He's still raw. Sometimes he jumps a little bit in the hole and kind of gets stuck. But the vision is there where he can feel the pressure, and not only feel the pressure, but he's got the ability to move, move laterally fast enough that he can get away from Big Ten defenses. And that type of elusiveness, that type of power. And then in the open field, I think his ankles are all messed up. It kind of looks like he's got some dinged up pretty good. But he gets to the open field, he can he can break away. So he did, does all the things we talk about Jalen Berger being able to do early in the year, um, but he does a little more powerfully and apparently shows up at his workouts a little more often. So here he is in the driver's seat and totally taking advantage of an opportunity. I think the kid's obviously going to be a star. God, you, love, you love throwing little pot shots, don't you? Well, I mean, just... You know, I spent a whole six months talking about how great the butter burger was going to be, yeah. and to kind of have stories leak out a little bit about why it wasn't working. And you know, you've got this opportunity to be a running back, you, and that you're not putting your whole heart and soul into it. Boy, it's kind of a, it's 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 upsetting, and I feel bad for the kid because I think he'll regret that. He, there's a huge opportunity that could have been here for that, but you can see the depth. People want to play running back at the University of Wisconsin. We've got the players to go. You know, where are we five deep right now? I mean, we're really getting down to Julius Davis seeing action. Uh, 
It's, it's exciting to see who's going to step up each week. But again, we're not playing against the world class, the best in the country right now. We're beating who we should be. I want to see what our play action uh, pass looks like, our pass protection looks like, and our running game looks like against those fronts we saw earlier in the year. So you're really more mad at Berger because you projected him to be a stud, and it, it didn't turn out. Bad. That's what you're really upset about. I think, well, the tools were there. The tools were there, and anytime you see someone come in with that type of potential and how important he was to the, what I thought, you know, especially as Graham started to struggle getting to read number two, read number three, delivering the ball on time down the field, it becomes really nice to have someone out in the flat that if you can give him some space, he can work and, and help you get first downs and help loosen up some of the defense. And when that sort of went away, because I think he was a better pass catcher than Malusi probably, you know, that kind of hurt our offense on top of everything else. And, I mean, it's too bad that it didn't work out. But now you see what's in front of us, which is probably going to be a Big Ten championship appearance, which is exactly where you'd want to be if you came to UW. And for him to not be there – but like anything else, what a nice little surprise. Our, we recruited him as an athlete, linebacker, and now Braylon looks like he's headed to the NFL and going to be another great one at Wisconsin. It's a great streak of luck that just uh, – the running back tree keeps on giving to us, and I don't know how, but it, I love it. All right, B.O., last one. Do you Are you worried about Northwestern? Because it always seems, doesn't matter how good Wisconsin is, doesn't matter how yes. bad Northwestern is, Always seems like there's some type of dogfight that we're going to have to deal with. No, there will not be a dogfight. All right. The, guy, the, the defensive coordinator that was the secret, that knew, that had whatever sauce, he's gone. And the fact is, I don't think it, it wasn't Fitzgerald that hurts. It was the defensive coordinator that was okay. ex- called excellent games against us. We're going to win. But I think we're going to win this game by this is, this is a 17-point victory for Bucky Saturday. Wow. Okay. They're 24-point favorites, yeah. so they're not they going to cover. They can't stop what they know we're going to do. And when we're in that situation now, and because I think, I will say this, Mertz given a clean pocket and some linebackers cheating up a little bit is as accurate and as good of an arm as anybody in the, in the Big Ten. Period. He can he can deliver the ball when he's got the time. And when the running game's when the running it's like shake and bake. It's like shake and bake, baby. When that running game's going and you got people cheating up and that safety's kinda coming up into the box and you got room, he can deliver he can effectively deliver the ball over and over again, I think. And that's that's where he's getting. He's building the confidence. Shake and bake, baby. Uh, Derek, I could I could sit and talk to you even longer to hear what other bold statements you'd make because right now we've got uh, Braylon Allen headed to the NFL. Uh, he's seventeen and a true freshman. It's like Quintez Cephas. We've got Jason. the Badgers. It's like Cephas. <laughs> he's your new Quintez Cephas. He's we've my got new, the Badgers in the new... Big Ten championship game. Right, I've, that's I've what you did today Quintez as well. Into all the wealth that you can possibly have imagined in, in success, and now I've adopted young seventeen-year-old Braylon as my my little mentee. Uh, and, and and you have no concerns about Northwestern, even though it does seem like every time Wisconsin plays them, no matter how good Wisconsin is, something goes awry. So I'm glad you're feeling this good. You were not feeling this good earlier this season. You were a downtrodden Badgers outsider, a DBO instead of a BOD. We're glad you're feeling good about this team. We hope you're right about everything you said. We always know you're right about your IT solutions with PDS. Take care, buddy. Thanks. Thank you, Jason. I appreciate your insight on Jordan Love. Very valuable stuff, man. Good work. Wow. He's over Adios, guys. Go Badgers.